Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Welcome to One Life Left on Britain's Resonance FM, the greatest radio station in the world. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I am Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. We are a radio show about video games. That means for the next 59 minutes or so, we're going to be talking about video games generally, a little bit. Have you been playing any video games this week, Steve? I am going to shortly look at my records on steam and find out if that's true i've had such a busy week that i'm not sure i've been playing that awful one that i've been playing for months that's the time wasting clicker clicker thing that i can't let go of um and i uh did i had a completed celeste last week i think i had i'm moaning about it i was moaning i was going on about it um, I haven't picked up anything big since then, so look forward to that in the review section. Well, exactly. Review yeah, of nothing. No, I'm, I definitely have some games that I hadn't talked about last week, so I have stuff to talk about. What about you? I, all I've been playing is Slay the Spire. That's all I oh, want to talk you, about is all of that. Really? All time. You're back in. Or were you ever... N- I, it's my first time, <gasps> Steve. I've been a Slay the Spire virgin. Uh... Yeah, I, honestly, I've been, I've been giving myself jet lag playing at this, <laughs> staying up too late. I am so excited to talk to you about that. Brilliant. What about you, Am? Why are we talking about games now? Shouldn't we be saving this till the till the last five minutes? So, funny story. Um, I was playing a game uh, this week, and then I went, "Oh, I've done this one already." Uh, so it's going to be a great review. Okay. Really good oh, you, review. You didn't think at that point, oh, maybe I should play something else. No, it was Sunday by that point. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm never going to get another one in by now. That's good it. Point. Leave good it. Point. Why have you been so busy, Steve? Uh, well, at university, it's marking season. So is it? Do you lick your season. pen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then etch on the screen as I'm playing the games. Okay. Hey, see, no, it's, it's all digital these days. Blimey. Blimey. Uh, yes, I've been playing a lot of students' games. Really, really good stuff. And Are they all good? Of course. Are they? Of course. Because you're teaching them? Certainly. <laughs> um, do you know the score? Do you know the scores, and do they know? And do they know their scores? So I tend to uh, first. First, my marking methodology mm-hmm. is to look through everyone's games first, okay. and then give a second pass. So I haven't actually given them marks right. yet. Can we? Can we? Can we ring them up and give them out live, <laughs> live. <laughs> next can week? We? Maybe. Yeah, I'm sure that's definitely. Will it be legal. awkward when you give them all seven? All seven. That's how we work. Seventy percent. Actually, seventy percent is a first. Yeah, they would be really absolutely good. delighted with that. And the so. joke stands. So, so that's good. And also, we've had a busy week because it's been Marioki on Friday, which Whoosh. we'll talk about later in the show. You were there. Yep. Scans, and that was. I was. It was a good, good, busy night. Someone came up to me and went, "Are you the manager?" And I went. <laughs> Yes, I did. I did when you walked in. Well, just after toilet said, cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> We've been joined by our CEO Anne over then. There was kind of a respectful yeah, woo, wasn't it? It was like quite Could intense. Do with a bit more of that, actually. Yeah. Good. Good. And uh, breaking the tradition of recent shows, we've got a guest in the what? studio. What? Imagine. So it's not just us this evening. It's uh, we're delighted to welcome Felicia Pren from Nopia. Hello. Hello. It's nice to be here. Welcome oh, to the well. show. Thank you. It's Thank you for pro- providing a fourth voice. Oh, it's uh, it's it's nice to be the fourth. Although I sound totally different from the rest of you, but well, I think it's going to work. Just before we went on air, you broke the news to us that you also do a radio show. Oh, no, yeah. Bombshell. Sorry. And it was too late to find someone else was, who's not a rival. <laughs> yes, but uh, it's important to remember that my show is in Finnish and this is in English, so. Um, it's 
it's not much of a rival. Also, we are only on the internet, and you guys have an actual uh, frequency. So you're not our rivals. You're more like what we aspire to be. Well, it doesn't mean you're not better than us. <laughs> you, you, darling, have not listened to our show. You haven't listened to ours. So let's see how this goes. Let's rectify that immediately. Okay, uh, I will let you know at the end of the program which one oh, is better. No, okay. Well, uh, stay tuned. We're going to start the show as we always do with Anne's news. Seven oh four on Monday, the seventeenth of June. I'm Anne Scantlebury, and this is the news. <laughs> Good. Xbox's Phil Spencer is not planning on making Scarlet their latest, their last console. But surely streaming is the future, Phil, and nobody will need a console in the future, Phil. Did you think of that, Phil? Speaking to Giant Bomb at E3, he said, "I'll say what we're planning for. We're not planning for Scarlet to be our last console." So there we go. It's not even out, and they're already thinking of the next one. It's tough being a console. This is hardly news, isn't it? No offence. <laughs> First news story. Wow. News. Uh, but it's, uh, but uh, they're never going to say this is the last one. Mind you, that'd be a good one. Everyone get the last one. Yeah. This is our farewell we're, tour. We've only got a few left. Yeah. Interesting. That's how the musicians do it, at least. True, well, exactly. true, true. Spencer's Mr. Trick, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. They can tour forever. I'm sorry, not tour. They can release consoles forever, just like Kiss, and say, guys, this is the last <laughs> one. This is the 50th anniversary last console. Do we think, uh, do we think Phil's telling the truth? Would you think their eyes are on streaming virtual Xbox console? Um, so I read another article uh, this week on Eurogamer um, about uh, whether people have um, good enough internet to be able to do proper streaming. They were talking specifically about Stadia. Mm. Um, and unsurprisingly, lots of people did not have good enough internet to do good streaming of games. So I think whilst that's still the case, and while the internet infrastructure isn't in place people are still going to want and need consoles. Do we need. have... You <laughs> need them, Simon. We need them. Do we have a, a Stadia story later in the news? We do not. I was going to include that specific one, but it didn't make the cut. Because I've got a bit of Stadia news. Yeah, I thought I thought you might. Okay, so... Do you wanna... did you Did you... Did both of you see this, this going so on? So, no, it didn't come up... It didn't come into my email How inbox. How do you know what he's about to talk about? Because I saw him on Friday, he, and he's okay. very pleased with this story. Right. So we got an exciting email um, last week, uh, and it said, Hi, Steve, I'm getting in touch from Google UK. Oh, hi. Potentially got an opportunity to interview Phil Harrison. Potentially. We've been looking looking at your search history. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, it gives us some times and dates. Um, If I can make this happen, would that be something you're interested in? Right. Yeah, sure, great. We love guests. And I was like, um, you know... This sounds, this sounds really, really fun. Uh, sounds like our sort of thing. In fact, um, actually, we talked about uh, Stadia on the previous show. Um, you know, we had a story in the news right. section, and I learned a lot. Uh, you can actually hear it seven minutes into the previous previous episodes i was just uh i think i must well i, told, I said i pre-ordered it yeah yeah you know we were positive i did was you, inquisitive yeah. did was, you also say that you might un-pre-order it <laughs> well was it was that- generally it was generally a positive piece anyway uh, i said you can find it seven minutes here's a link i got this email hi steve thanks for this sadly it's looking like we won't have anything to offer this trip ouch interesting um well and you know obviously i wrote back to him I said that's a shame. So please do keep us in mind for any <laughs> keep us on file for any future wow. opportunities. What's so Phil's so. over here? Is he? Uh, yes, I believe so. Or is that so. someone? Um, because we're, we're on all the email uh, mm. blasts now, mm. aren't we? Yeah, we are. Get that blast. Do you think that's a price worth paying for a GDC ticket? No, that was. <laughs> I mean, all of these emails that we get. This was a very specific one. This was not was an it? email blast. This was high st at the top. Yeah, you know, um, and you it was did, to you. Yeah, we didn't get it. Oh, straight to the top. In fact, look, it wasn't. I've just noticed this. It was to me at my um, at stecurran.com, not. <gasps> Ooh. Someone's done a bit of a. Research. They've gone research. through who, they've who gone the re- presenters are. But they've clearly not let's, listened. Let's, let's, let's just deal with that one. <laughs> yeah. And then. I mean, right. they are Google, Steve. They can get this information. <laughs> 
Amazon Game Studios has let go a number of developers. Speaking to Kotaku, the company said the layoffs were the result of regular business planning cycles and were part of an effort to prioritise development on some unannounced games as well as New World and Crucible. Amazon is working with those affected to find alternative positions in the company. Good luck to everybody involved. There's a little bit of an internet fight about this, wasn't there, as there usually is. But people were disappointed that Amazon had let them go during E3 or given them notice during E3. But other people struck back and said, actually, they're giving them much more notice than people generally get. They're getting two months' notice. Um, whose side are we on? It's never nice when people lose a job or have to look for new jobs. Looking for a new job is really annoying. Mm. And being let go, oh, it's, there's a lot of emotions involved in that. Uh, and it's very painful. So I don't know if sides is quite right. Definitely the fact that Amazon is giving them uh, plenty of notice is a good thing. The fact they're trying to uh, find new jobs for them is a good thing. You would hope that if they aren't able to find new jobs for them, the severance pay would be pretty decent. Um, I mean, they do have all the money. Yeah. Or do they have all the money? Jeff Bezos has all the money. Does is Amazon even making a profit? Actually, his ex-wife has all the money now. Does she? Okay. <laughs> uh I, I would imagine. I, I mean, I don't know Amazon. Um, so, so what, why have Amazon done this? Uh, the reasons were it's part of normal, regular business planning cycles. It's just what you got to do. Just uh, prioritising a few games. Apparently, some uh, a couple of games were cancelled. Um, it, it just feels like they're maybe just trying to streamline things oh, a bit. Wait a second, what games? I don't understand. I like. I know Amazon have an engine. Yeah. Uh, which is called the Lumberyard. Lumberyard. Yeah. And they're developing games as well. Yes. I'm not sure I knew that. So they announced, I think it was three games back when they opened. uh, And one of those games, I think, has been cancelled and the uh, other two are still being worked on. Was this on our news? I mean, it would have been, Steve. Probably. But it was quite, I think it was actually quite a few years ago. So these have been in development for a while. Right. Um, And it just, yeah, it seems like they're just probably trying to work to actually get these out now. Niantic has taken out an injunction against an association of hackers who have made an app that helps players cheat at Pokemon Go. According to Business Insider, the suit has been filed against several members of Global Plus Plus for their app PokerGo Plus Plus, an unauthorised and derivative version of the very popular Pokemon Go. Niantic claims that it infringes their intellectual property rights as well as giving those that use it an unfair advantage. It's thought that Global Plus Plus also has Potter Plus Plus, a similar app for Niantic's new Harry Potter game, Harry Potter Wizards Unite. What's it do then, this app? J- just makes, it helps you do it, cheating. <laughs> I can explain if you want. Yes, do. Uh, so basically, uh, it's an app that allows you to spoof your location in a way that the game can't identify. Uh, because as most of you know, I assume uh, Pokemon Go is a location-based game, so it involves going to specific places on the map and collecting specific Pokemon and uh, obtaining rewards by being in specific places. And that app allows you to fake where you are and thus get better Pokemon, um, get more Pokemon, etc., etc. And um, I've been playing since day one, and I've never cheated. And I hope that Namtech is serious about this because it's felt in the past as though they haven't taken the cheating problem as seriously as they could. So if they're serious about this, I'm really excited. So what I read was uh, they were a bit worried that um, there's already one for the new Harry Potter game around and that, you know, this feeling of it's not really fair that I'm playing by the rules and there are other people who aren't playing by the rules and they're going to be able to progress more quickly and more easily. Um, They're worried that that sort of thinking will stop people um, getting in on the game um, at the beginning. So this is why they're taking legal action now, which makes a lot of sense. And it's very, I don't know, is it good? Do we we approve? I would have thought as a layman here, uh, that this would be quite easy to spot. Like, if I'm over here, and then suddenly I'm over there, and that is geographically impossible, um, then presumably... I think just detect that. I think the issue is a lot of the times uh, these people will spoof themselves to smaller communities. So do, do you know how the Pokemon Go gym system works? Mm-hmm. Have you ever played it? Yes. Yeah. No. So <laughs> the gym, the gym system, the different, different. There are Pokestops, which are basic kind of checkpoints, and then there are gyms where you can put your strongest Pokemon and have them battle other people's Pokemon. Mm. And the longer your Pokemon is in a gym, the more currency within the game that you get and acquire. Um, 
So what a lot of these guys do, girls too, I don't know why I said guys, a lot of what these humans do is uh, they will spoof themselves to remote locations where there's not so many people and uh, put their Pokemon in those gyms where they're less likely to be challenged. Um, the problem there is that the locals in those areas, there's oftentimes not that many players. So if it's a team of people cheating going to some tiny place somewhere, uh, it makes it so the three or four local people in that area can't actually get into the gym. Right. So that's the problem. And, of course, if you if you spoof yourself to somewhere really small, I mean, they're probably not looking for that. One proposal in the Silph Road community, which is a nerd statistic community of Pokemon Go players, one proposal was to put, like, the rarest Pokemon possible in Samoa. And then just wait for all the people to GPS spoof themselves to Samoa. A honey trap. And then ban them. Wow. But they've not done that yet. So if you're listening, Niamtek, this is what we want. <laughs> Netflix wants in on that sweet video game action. Three Netflix series spin-off games were announced at E3. A turn-based game based on the new Jim Henson series, The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, will be out on Switch at some point in Q4 2019. And... Two Stranger Things games were announced. Stranger Things 3, the game, an old-school action adventure that's tied into the new series, and the Stranger Things mobile game. Netflix will be working with a Finnish company called Next Games on a location-based AR game. On top of that, there's a Stranger Things and Fortnite cl- collaboration happening probably sometime for the new series in July. Hold on. The AR game, is that Stranger Things? Yeah. Okay. Loads right. of Stranger Things. They're just like Stranger Things. Yes, Games. Simon, do you like Stranger Things? Uh, I watched the first series. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched the second series. Oh, yeah. Regret it. Okay. Uh, what about you, Anne? Yeah, I watched the first series. Sorry, I forgot. I didn't read the um, joke at the end. Okay. Okay. Uh, will we see more games coming from Netflix? Stranger Things have happened. Hey, that go. is good actually. I, do you know I was sceptical when you I was when you You're teed it up. Sceptical when I, <laughs> I thought joke. this isn't going to be, but that was very good actually. <laughs> it was. Uh, yes, so uh, three, well, two... Have happened, though. They are happening. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> good enough. OK, it is good enough. No, you're right. Uh, three games, two well, Stranger Things. Two, yes. And one, and one Dark Crystal. Yes. The, so the Dark Crystal one was part of the Nintendo Direct broadcast after we broadcast last week. So it was on the Tuesday. Yeah. Mm. Did everybody watch the Nintendo Direct? No. Uh, I didn't. I know that there was... Everyone was excited about Animal Crossing. Apparently so. Uh, I played the first one. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not surprised. But that is good. Right. Animal Crossing is great. I'm very, very excited about that. Uh, everyone's There's excited. A big about- controversy about that, though. Uh, you won't be able to back up your save data on your Switch. What? Everyone's already up in arms. It's not out till March. 2020. Why is that? Because you, they don't want people to be able to manipulate time. Mm. Not time, Lord. Think <laughs> <laughs> a lot of me. Um, and uh, people were excited about Guigi. Yeah, Mario, uh, sorry, Luigi's Mansion 3 does look brilliant. Right. Uh, I have pre-ordered that. We played Luigi's Mansion at yours once, didn't we? Uh, That sounds like the sort of thing that we would do. It was really fun. Yeah. I'd come around and play that again, thanks. Good, glad you pre-ordered it. (laughs) (laughs) You're very welcome. Thanks. Uh, pre-ordered Link's Awakening. That's right, and there was a new Zelda, wasn't there? That, is that what that is? That's what they said. No, Link's Awakening's the, make, the, re, the remake of the Game Boy one. Of course. Uh, so, right, but there's a sequel to the Zelda. That's how they ended it. Mm. Um, yeah, on the whole, I thought it was quite a, an underwhelming Nintendo Direct. There, was, there wasn't a lot. No new. F-Zero. Still no F-Zero. It's going on. And, uh, and But I saw more people than just me who's the only one who wants a new F-Zero which I guess is why there's no F-Zero uh, people getting a bit worried there's no Metroid Prime info well they did say in advance of the Direct that they were only going to be talking about software which is coming out this year Right. they broke that promise when they hauled on the man responsible for the Animal Crossing delay we are very sorry to have actually been delayed but we're working very hard to be so I've come on here to apologise <laughs> You, you, you should! Everyone was shouting. I got, I got ready. I was joining in with all the gamers. Death threats, you know, all that sort of stuff. About Don't that. do that. I was joking. Don't do that. Okay. Is, there, is there any more E3 sort of news uh, in this? Because I'm just wondering whether there's anything else we missed about E3. No, I'll tell you to stop if you start talking about anything to do with the last story. Okay. Uh, Leisha, I know, I know you've, you've been working during E3. 
Uh, so you, uh, presumably you know as little as us about it. <laughs> well, I'm technically on vacation right now, so I've been trying to avoid anything that has to do with games. I just know that there was some frustration about the Pokemon games coming in the November, something about the regional Pokedex. I haven't actually read what the outrage was. I just saw that they there was They can't include outrage. them all. Yeah. Oh, I so saw that. Gotta catch them all. You can't, because they're not in there. So now it's gotta catch, gotta catch some. Gotta catch some. <laughs> but then someone, I believe someone on the internet said, this is ridiculous. It's five minutes of modelling work. And now there's a hashtag of where you've got to model a Pokemon in five minutes. Oh, God. And it's all of these slightly, oh, it's quite adorable. I think that th- those are probably really cute. They are. They are I just, cute. sometimes I... I laugh when people say, oh, it's only five minutes of work, because uh, it's it, it's never only five minutes of work. I mean, prep for this podcast is radio show. Hey, We're sp- doing Anna disservice there. <laughs> Speak for your own show. <laughs> and finally, can you imagine a world without Fortnite? What a cold, cruel world that would be. Well, it nearly happened and would have if former Epic Games director Rod Ferguson had stayed at the company. Speaking to Game Informer, he said, if I stayed at Epic, I would have cancelled Fortnite. Before I left, I tried to cancel Fortnite. When it was Save the World, that was a project that had some, some challenges. And as the director of production at the time, that game would not have passed my bar for something that should keep going. Wow, that's quite an admission, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I bet a lot of parents wish he'd stayed. Yeah. Uh, uh, he also said, uh, people say to him a lot, oh, do, um, don't you wish you'd stu- stuck around for Fortnite? That would have been brilliant to be working uh, working at Epic when Fortnite all got really big. And he was like, huh, you're glad that I didn't. What I would have done, I would have cancelled it all. So he seems quite... Um, he seems uh, like so, he, have- so he never would have won? No. So he didn't miss out on the money because had he stayed there, he would never there would have be let no it money. Happen. Yeah. Right. Feels um, it's like a Greek tragedy. <laughs> it feels like Fortnite uh, is. I mean, it's still presumably making a ridiculous amount of money, but certainly the the hype and the excitement and the constant media references that were present about a year ago uh, seem to have ebbed away a little bit. And not there is, here, see, Steve. We talk about Fortnite. Every week. I've never played Fortnite. Have you not? No, never. Right? That's, um... Anne has. Once. Came third. Never again. Yeah. What what do you do? Just go go around. Hide in a bath. I just had a nice walk around. Okay. And then eventually someone killed me. Why is it called Fortnite? Right, uh, because... um, that's a pun, but it's... It is a pun, but yeah, because you build. You you build. Over the course of two weeks. No. <laughs> Are we teaching children like old English now? Like, okay, kids, we're going to call it Fortnite because it's two. I just assume that because you, like you are a knight, yeah, and, uh, and you build forts. <laughs> You're a knight. Well, you can play different skin. There are loads of different skins in it, and stuff like, but like always combat or. I thought it was because you're building forts at night. But shouldn't it then be... Overnight to no, protect from zombies. No. Either way, it's nothing to do with two weeks. <laughs> so it's a, the, the pun doesn't work. It's not a clever wordplay. It's just a different word. Right. If, if you were at Epic, you would have spelt it properly <laughs> and it would have been a game that lasted two weeks rather than 100 <laughs> players and, every, and there would have been no money for anybody. I wonder how the logo would change, though, if it would be Fortnite, like N- or K-N-I-G-H-T. Everything would have been different if we were at Epic, wouldn't it? <laughs> this is why I don't work for Epic. What are you looking up, Anne? Oh, I was looking to see if there's uh, if anyone has, knows why it's called Fortnite. Fortnite etymology. I told you uh, Dexter stopped playing it. Well, he promised Anne, didn't he? Oh, uh, yeah, well, he said, he's delivered. No, didn't he say we aren't allowed to talk about him? He did say that, but he doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't feel okay. So he stopped, but he stopped playing. Yeah, stopped playing. So I said... A child? He said, yeah, it's know. rubbish. Uh, oh. He said, I've stopped playing it. And I said, tell you what, Dex, I said, I have as well. He said, you never did. <laughs> so I said, yeah, well, I never will. Okay, uh, is that it, Anne? That is it. Thank you very much.
You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Uh, we're a radio show that talks about video games and discusses the etymology of Fortnite. According to CNN Business... And so, me. And Simon. Uh, so why is it called Fortnite? A fortnight is a period of two weeks... But the title also refers to fort building, night battle, and the darkness of the storm clouds. Okay, I'm... I'm Clever, right? Yeah, I'm so... Right. I'm so glad you said that. You were both right. So read that out again. A fortnight is a period of two weeks. Right. But the title also... Also. So the title does refer to a period of two weeks. Yeah, but How? I don't understand why. Why? But but the original game, the original Fortnite, wasn't the battle royale. No, it wasn't. So what happened in the original game? Took place. We'll never know. <laughs> there's, there's no, no way, way of to finding find out. out. <laughs> Took place across two weeks. Yeah. And yeah. Good. God, if it had been cancelled, that's like a minute of airtime that uh, we'd have had to have filled. Yeah. Thank goodness he left. Exactly. <laughs> Felicia, have you finished your selfie? Yes, I did. Thank you. Okay, how's it gone? Have you got any engagements yet? I haven't uploaded it yet. <laughs> okay. I haven't uploaded it yet. I'm right. actually, I'm, I'm quite shocked with my recent engagement, actually. It's been, <laughs> yes. it's been much higher than normal. Oh. oh. Yeah. What's the reason for that, would you say? I'm learning how to influence. Tell us. <laughs> uh, breasts. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish that wasn't the lesson that we learned, but no, there, but there go. you go. Thank you for coming on the show. Are we are we coinciding with a vacation? You here on holiday? Yes, actually. So it's a. Uh, I came uh, last Tuesday, so it'll be a week tomorrow since I've been here. I what came have you been up to. I, w- I saw Westlife on Saturday. <gasps> I had a front row ticket to see Westlife Shut at the O2. Yes, up. yes. Wow, it was amazing. I've been waiting twenty years for this gig. Uh, fun fact about Westlife: they only released one single in the U.S., and it just so happened that that single came out just at the right time in my young girl life that it really hit me. Uh, so I waited for the next single to come. It never did. So wow. I stayed a fan. I imported every single, every CD. I waited and I said to myself that when I'm a big fancy grown-up with a real job, I'm going to go to see Westlife. And uh, this tour came around and I am a big fancy grown-up <laughs> with a real job. So You said it coincided, so you didn't plan your holiday around it? Or- I did. Oh, okay. I did. Right, because yeah. that I- would have been uh, the perfect ending, wouldn't no. it? Well, I couldn't decide originally where I was going to go when they announced the tour dates. I was like, okay, I have a couple of options, you know, London, Manchester, whatever. And then I thought London made sense. Right. So it was fate because now I'm here. Did they play that song? Swear it again. Of course, they have to. Is that the song that they play that they released in US? Yes, wear it again. Yeah, oh, I it's would... the only one. How does that would... What would you have picked, Han? Huh? Uh, flying without wings. Actually, flying. Actually, flying without wings was covered by the season three winner of American yes. Idol, Ruben Studdard. Yeah, I remember that, but I can't tell you what I ate yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to One Life Left, a radio show about video games. <laughs> I uh, I heard a Westlife cover on the radio at the weekend, and I said to my wife, I embarrassed myself. I said, oh, "Are they just playing? Um, are they just playing rubbish uh, cover versions of of, uh, of old songs?" And it wasn't. It was the original by Cat Stevens. <gasps> it was Cat Stevens, actually. Which Westlife song was Cat Stevens? I don't know. I know it's the it's the one about a boy. Wow, that about, helps. About uh, you're a man now. Boy, what's <laughs> <laughs> that one? No, no, no. Did they sing that no, in the O2? Father, a boy, not a woman. Father, father and son. No, that's boys own. Oh, well, maybe, boys the, maybe I've now conf- confused those <laughs> and all. That's Ronan. I only like Muse. <laughs> um, were they worth the holiday? Then was it? Was it worth it? All this, all this build up to Westlife. Okay. Yes and no. Yes, in the sense that I finally got to check something off of my bucket list that I've been waiting to do for so very long. However, I'm almost 30, and uh, I really wish that I would have gotten this experience 15 or 16 years ago, if that makes any sense. I'm very grateful that I'm here. I'm grateful that this got to happen. Mark and Kian read my sign out loud from the stage. Uh, I didn't get to meet them. What was your sign? Uh, it, well, they didn't read the whole sign, uh, <laughs> but it said, it said uh, American fan since 99, first Westlife gig ever, came all the way here for this. And Where uh, did they stop? They just read reading. American. And then Mark... <laughs> And then, and then Mark said, oh, America, hello, USA. Yeah. So. If you'd come uh, when you were 15, 16, though, you wouldn't have been able to come on the show after or during your stay. So You, you don't know. allow children in here? or No. Oh. <laughs> but we weren't broadcasting. Ah. 
the wheelchair Although, and allow do children. We allow children. I don't know. Dexter wants to come on. I day. thought I thought you were meaning like I can't come if I'm 16. I'm like, well, that's an oddly specific rule, but all right. <laughs> uh, why um, uh, do you think, that given your 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 job, you're at Nopia? Yes. Nopia. Uh, and what what mobile game are you working on at the moment? Uh, it's sort of an unnamed project. Okay. So Nopia has a funny history. Our CEO, Daemu, used to actually work here in London at The Mill. Um, so his background is in VFX and animation. And he moved back to Finland about eight years ago to be closer to his family and uh, decided that he was going to start an animation studio in our tiny town of Pori. Pori. And... Uh, so we started out just doing animation and we sort of evolved into mobile games because we all realized that it's fun to work in animation. We love it. If you want us to animate stuff, hit me up. But uh, it's more fun to make games because we're all gamers and we're all passionate about games. So we moved sort of into mobile games. We made one title for um, this one project that we, they subcontracted us. We gave them the game they wanted. It was called Rescue Busters. Uh, and after Rescue Busters, we learned a lot and... We've developed a little bit here and there, other things that never took off, but now we're working on an untitled project about boy bands. What? What? Yes. Our Westlife in it. Um, if Westlife's manager is listening, <laughs> I would want them to be in it. Please contact me. You should have put that on a sign. I should have. <laughs> uh, yeah, and they would have read if. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? You know what? I tried so hard to meet them. I wrote letters to every radio station except for you guys and asked if someone could, you know, help the nice blind American meet Westlife and no one answered. That's disgraceful. You say the game is unnamed, untitled. Is that because you don't want to reveal it on the show or because you don't yet have a name? We have a tentative name. We've been calling it internally Lads with Feelings. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're not sure if that's going to stick because there's another game being developed in Finland that we weren't aware of called Birds with Feelings. Uh, so apparently we're all just going with... This is all that's my two favourite things! <laughs> Birds and lads, with or without feelings. So oh. it's a tentative name and it's basically a management sim mixed with episodes. So I make Eurodance. That's my other thing that I do. So I'm active in the music industry. I'm no one, and I have like five Spotify streams. So please come and listen to MC Leash on Spotify, thanks. <laughs> and uh, I'm around artists a lot, you know, in the backstage and touring and stuff. And what I really wanted to do was make a game that young me would have wanted to play. So something that would allow me to get a feel for what's happening in the music industry, all the drama and realities of being on tour, but also that would let me make decisions and kind of feel like I was in charge. So that's what we're developing now. And I'm really excited about it. Uh, without giving anything away, you did mention one of the acts that you were working yes. with. And uh, the noise that Steve and Lisa, um, Steve and, Lisa, Steve and uh, Anne made was... Oh! <laughs> yes. Well, you said right. Well, you know what it is? Um, I shouldn't say this maybe, but I'm going to anyway. A lot of acts, you know, they, they're looking for ways to engage with their fans, um, especially artists who were big in the 90s and early 2000s and who are coming back, you know, reunited. Sometimes it goes really well, like with Take That and Westlife, where they can sell out arenas and people are still excited, but sometimes it doesn't go as well. So what I wanted to do was give their fans a tool um, that would allow them to feel like, okay, I know these guys. I'm friends with this band. And uh, let them kind of be a part of the thing and hopefully get them more engaged and more excited. Is the game set in the 90s or is it set now? It's set now. So you play as a manager and you are tasked with taking a reunited band, either an existing band or a super group of all of your favorite members of different oh. bands. And you take them through different stories and situations and are some of these um members or even all of these members are they licensed people or are they s sort of uh you know tropes we have really cool tropes okay we also have licensed people but i can't say too much of more of course of course yeah if you were to put together your uh boy band supergroup, uh say th anywhere between three and four members uh who would be in your supergroup? okay uh definitely ronan keating mm-hmm Definitely, because you, you need that voice. That voice is just like, you need that. And then someone from Westlife, I'm not really sure who would pick, someone that has to harmonize well with Ronan. And then I would take a Norwegian idol runner-up named Gauta Ormasin. 
and that would be my boy band. Nice. Um, so I, from Westlife, would you go with Mark? Because I think he would, he lifts, uh, he will be able to do the ends of songs very well and leave Ronan to do like the middle middle sections and the start of songs. That's kind of what I'm thinking, but I also really appreciate Kean's kind of... Uh, Subtleness. I think Kian and Ronan would mesh really well. And then Gauta, who you obviously don't know because you don't speak Norwegian, uh, would kind of, yet, uh, would kind of tie it all together, I think. I think that, 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 that trio would really work. Oh, what about good. you, Simon? I'd, I'd, I'd get Dave. <laughs> Dave in. You get Matt Bellamy from News. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would, yeah. Fantastic. They're still going, some, actually. Somebody so they, from Busted. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, would you have um, uh, you mentioned Take That and then you alluded to someone who can't quite sell arenas out who was that that's not Spice Girls is it uh, no, Spice Girls sold out Lem- Wembley, so they, they've done yeah. more than sell out arenas. Okay. They've sold out stadiums. Okay, mm. do they sell it out? But no, um, but in the game, uh, with both because both of those bands are, are either on tour or just finished tour at the moment, but each of them has had one member absent. Is that going to uh, be in the game as well? I'm going to be very particular about this and say that Brian hasn't been in Westlife since 2004, yes, which Simon. was only the Simon. first five years of Westlife's inception. So I think at this phase, it's very. There's only three albums with Brian, and then several without. So I think it's. Oh, I'm sorry, four. So it's very. It's not really fair to consider the foursome as being I without a member. was talking about Westlife, though. I was talking about Take That and the Spice Girls. Oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's, not, it's not all about... No, uh, but, but I was wondering if in your game... Yes, that's going to be... Where you're gonna, putting people back together... Yes. So have you got an approximation of Victoria Beckham and uh, Robbie Williams and I'm not the, one, the other one from Take That who's not currently there? I'm not one for getting sued, uh, so <laughs> I don't have caricatures, but... Um, I don't want to say too much because we're still in development, but definitely there are things there. Okay. There mm. is there is drama. There's definitely a lot of uh, dramatic tropes, as you say, to build on here, and one of them is very much the the slightly too famous and reluctant to rejoin mm. the band's band person, I think. I'm going to enjoy this game a lot. Though it might go like Charlie Busted. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. have him storm out and then 15 years later... He's going to come back around when he's got a mortgage to pay. <laughs> Do you guys want to know something really funny? Yes. Yes, please. I was on Busted's television show. <laughs> well... Do you want to know something else funny? Huh? I'm in two of Busted's music videos. Really? <laughs> yeah. The world is so small. It is. I was on one of the episodes of a show called America or Busted that they filmed when Busted <gasps> tried to break into America. <laughs> Me at 14 on a beach in New Jersey. They did a free gig. And it's really funny because in the episode, you can watch it on YouTube. I forget the episode's name. It's the one where they're in New Jersey playing on a beach. And they're in the show, they're absolutely miserable. But in real life, they were fine. So it's really funny to it's it's really funny to watch after the fact and show like there's no one here it's gonna be horrible and like in real life they were like hey what's up this is great like fine super right. nice guys when's the game out I can't tell you that yet can you give us a season hopefully. Q1 or Q4 of this year or Q1, we're going to have something that people can actually get their hands on and play. We are working on something that's going to be out at the end of summer for a Finnish, one of the most popular Finnish DJs. We've made him something. I can't say who it is or what, but it's, it's coming. Not, um, it's uh, not I mean, Darude. you can't say, but it's not, not your Eurovision entry. It's not Darude, no. Thank goodness. That Although was Darude, a disaster, Darude, wasn't it? I um, Rude is actually a very good friend of my producer, so I can't actually say it my okay. anything. But hi, I, hi, I hi Vila, if you're listening. <laughs> um, okay, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna play a bit of your music, and then we're gonna come back after this with oh my the God, letters. Are you? Great. We are. We are. Um, I'm gonna play another dimension. Okay, this is, is actually that... yeah. This is a uh, so just a a bit about this. I released an album uh, two weeks ago, or a week and a half ago, um, called Estonia. It's available on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, and everywhere else where you hip young people buy music. And uh, this song, Another Another Dimension, was recorded with a band from Finland called Choral. So they're singing in the chorus, and they also did a little bit of the mixing and mastering on this song. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Why would you make a person die? It's like you're from another dimension Leave all your worries behind You'll never be alone 
So, Lisha, you were just Instagram storying that, yes. weren't you? I have to upload it now, actually, while I'm while I'm talking. How, how do you think the engagement will be? I'm hoping it's going to be pretty okay. Um, I'm going to tag the artist Coral, who I did the song with, so hopefully they'll share it, and then you know it'll it'll go forward. I'm. When I, whenever I release new music, I'm constantly obsessed with the numbers. I am that person who will just refresh the stream amount. Spotify updates once a day. So it's around 5 p.m. finished or British time, 7 p.m. Uh, finished time. So I'm always just like, okay, okay, what is it today? And then it's like every time there's a small increase in streamers, I am so happy. <laughs> Yeah, well, look forward to the spike from uh, this this media exposure you're getting right it's a now. As MC many as Leisha. MC Leisha is the name. <laughs> Check it out, please. I love you. As many as three or four people <laughs> could uh, could <laughs> all of our listeners could tune in. I'm so excited. This. I'm excited about being in an Instagram story. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to tag you? I don't have Instagram, obviously. Do I? I'm 47. That's okay. <laughs> hey, you can get it now. <laughs> I can. I can. That's going to be great radio. I can help you sign up. For Instagram, <laughs> obviously, uh, we're um, we're professional singers as well. All of us in this room, really? Uh, yeah, because we do we oh, do that's karaoke. Right, um, do you have any tips for us on performance? Um, be blind, because then you can't see the audience. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> that is a good tip, and not one we've had before. It isn't. That's entirely yeah. new to us. That's how I do it. Where I can't can, see them. <laughs> where can people follow you on the internet if they want to know more? MC Leisha. So M-C-L-I-C-I-A, or just Leisha Pren on Instagram, uh, MC Leisha P on Twitter, uh, I don't know. If you just Google Felicia Pren or Leisha Pren, you will find about seven different or seven million different things about me. So pick your favourite and do that one. Fantastic. Right, team, are we going to do the letters? Yeah, we are. All right, let's do it. Email, messages, and Emergency letter. We had, we had three letters this week, didn't we? When did they come in, Simon? Uh, five to seven, five to seven, nine minutes past seven. <laughs> Thank you for your rapid response. So good. Um, I, I enjoy that my uh, email inbox has you log into Twitter from Chrome on Android. That was me. That'll be you. Yep. And then three letters came in. So thanks, dear team. Check that engagement out. Yes, we'll all do one each. Who are you yeah. going to pick, Anne? Uh, rapid response letters. Dear team and SSG, uh, have you watched the recent HBO miniseries Chernobyl? I loved every minute of its wonderfully documented uh, catastrophic horror. I also felt a strange connection to the location having visited it in various games like Stalker and that shooty series we aren't supposed to like anymore. Have any? Uh, have you had any real game, uh, real world, game world moments of note? Your calamity chronicle correspondent Chris Conroy uh, when you when I was knee deep in uh, Zelda you couldn't walk around the country without spotting Kurok uh, <laughs> yeah. areas or uh, where um, shrines could be and I remember with Chinatown Wars I spotted every it's like spotting security cameras out and about mm. that I was to a, smash them so I was about to say we've definitely mentioned on the show before my struggles with Assassin's Creed and trying to visit my house uh, mm. in my flat in London and also uh, similarly the getaway, getaway back in yeah. the day yeah. but that reminded me Watch Dogs the new Watch Dogs oh, is going to be in London yeah. isn't it London. Do we know anything about that? What area of London yeah, it's going to cover? All of it, and all the NPCs will have real lives. And if you kill someone, then their partner can be seen eventually going to the cemetery. <laughs> That's really heavy, isn't it? And you can kill them. I don't. I don't. I don't like that. Well, you shouldn't kill people then. <laughs> I think that is the answer. This is why I play children's games because I don't like that. Uh, uh, does that mean we're going to be in? Definitely, yeah. Great, yep. exciting. Maybe we can license that. License us to do the <laughs> Send a letter. Go to loading and do Marioki and watchdogs. Uh, who's next? You. Me? Yeah. Ah, uh, okay, I'll do. Robert Wells writes, Hello team, hello SSG. With a couple of hours on the train yesterday, I decided to play Victor Vram on the Switch, finally using my resonance auction spoils. I'm very much enjoying hitting demons and wearing birds, but there are so many spiders and it makes me feel itchy and oogly and weird. I didn't get far playing Don't Starve because I decided I'd rather starve than face giant spiders' nests. What things freak you out in games? Pip Pip Robert. Spiders. Really? In Skyrim and Limbo. Yeah, horrible. Is that the same? Horrible. Would you stop playing a game because of that? No. 
Right, okay. I did them both in. <laughs> I'm still scared though. Scants. Uh, night time. Okay. I don't like night time in games because it, oh, something bad is going to happen. Something bad always happens. That's why I didn't get very far in Until Dawn because what happens in Until Dawn is that you start and mm. you go until dawn. Ah, didn't see, see that one coming, no. did you? It's like Fortnite. Who knew yeah. it was going to last for two weeks? No idea. Alicia, <laughs> what about you? Anything in games that... Um... Any kind of jump cuts. So anytime mm. there's like surprise scariness, mm. I really don't like that. I can't deal with flickering lights. Mm. You know in Doom, when you'd go into a room, yeah. all right if it's dark, all right if the lights are on, obviously. You're constant. But if there's a light strive flickering, for. don't like it. James Parker writes, hello team, hello SSG. I don't know if you're still after letters, but here's a letter. <laughs> Next week, I'm meeting up with fellow friend of the show, Tony Gowland, to write our developed conference talk. So my question for you is, which of us is best? Whose games do you prefer and why? Thanks. <laughs> Jay Parks. Ooh. I've seen what they're both doing next. Have you? I like what they're both doing next. You've got to pick but one. What's your fave? Ah, Tony's is more advanced. <laughs> in the, what do you mean intellectually? Exactly, <laughs> becoming out the soonest. Interesting. But uh, Jay Parks has got a really nice idea as well. So okay. okay. Um, I I just think that any of Tony Gowland's ideas were they to ever be made into full games, which they be, are being, which they are definitely and have being, been. And, well, yeah, no, but his ideas that he sends to us. Oh, not the real games. So you don't like his real games. You like no, his I like joke his, games. I like his joke games. <laughs> and I think if they were made into real games, they would be great games. I agree with you both. Alicia, you've got the uh, casting votes. Tony or Jay Parks? Um, oh, God, why would you ask me? <laughs> because you're impartial. <laughs> That's true. Um, I can't, I can't, I've not played either one, though. Or have I? Who are these people? Good question. Good question. No one you need to worry about. <laughs> I'm going to go with Tony because okay. I like the name Why Tony. You? There we go. Why yeah. you? Right decision. I think. I don't know. <laughs> They're both good. Thank you very much for your emergency letters. Do keep them coming so that we don't have to beg you any further. Team up one life left dot com. Uh, we don't really have much time. I was, this is the point where I'd usually play another track. We're talking, aren't we? But we're we're been talking. doing talking. We need to catch up Sorry. with Marioki. Uh, we had a gig on Friday. Okay. Show at Loading. It was absolutely phenomenal. Really, really good. Mm. I was a bit worried at the start of it. Why? Well, I, I would say it's our responsibility uh, because we forgot to do anything about it. Okay. So we forgot to tell anyone that Fair we enough. were doing a Mario. Best kind of party, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Underground. Um, Surprise. Yeah. So we did that. And then a few days in advance, someone emailed us and said, so, um,. You doing Marioki this Friday? And we're like, yeah, why? Why? Do you want to set up an event or something? So we did that. Uh, but five, about 50, sorry, 20 minutes before the start, there were three people at loading wow. and there were four of us. Fantastic. So we literally outnumbered the audience. Right. But it, uh, it filled up, filled up. It actually got too busy. It's very hard to get to the bar. Uh, by the end, it's, it, you know, it was very, very good Marioki audience there. And I had an excellent time. Next the most show thing. is all it is. Next show is already up on Facebook. People uh, are there now. Yeah. At the venue <laughs> queuing outside. <laughs> it is on the nineteenth of July. But not just that, the show after that no. is up on Facebook as well. That's a bit organised. It's on the sixteenth of August, and that's going to be a special one. We Why? think. Because uh, oh, I'm oh, going. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Because <laughs> our chairman. I'll going. be there just to see what's, what's been to, happening recently. Yeah. Check it over. What you've been up to, kids. <laughs> yeah, we think that's going to be a, a special event, so you should all clear your calendars for that one and the other one. And if you want, the September event's up on Facebook as well. This is the future. It's the most organised we've ever been. Anyway, it's a fantastic night. Thank you all so much for coming. And 90% sure that we're going to be doing a gig at develop Yay! as well on the Tuesday night of develop. So if you want to come and hear us sing and hear Alicia sing one of our songs, then uh, come to that. You should definitely do a Marioki version of my first single that came out a year and a half ago called Pokemon in My Dreams because it's already about Pokemon. We'll write it not about games. I mean, we will do that, Alicia, but for £200. <laughs> where, do I, where do I transfer the money? Um... We're close for sign-ups. Right, okay, we're going to do the review section now. Let's get on with it. Yeah, so I've been playing a game (laughs) that I I think... 
Right, so either I've played it before and reviewed it, or someone else has played it before and reviewed it, and I just remembered their review. Uh, so I've been playing uh, Grow Home. I've... That's not me. It's me. Is it you? But have I played it? Is it the Ubi one? Mm. It's the... You're that robot. Yeah, it's me. And you have to grow a flower that's very phallic. Is it? Very phallic. Didn't notice. Mm. Okay. Mm. You don't right. see that, though, Steve, I don't see do that. You? Don't see that. No. Uh, so you're a robot. And what do you have to do? Grow a flower. Okay. What is the flower? Very phallic. Okay. <laughs> Seven out of ten. Uh, yeah. But I don't know if I played it or if you played it. Anyway. Uh, the robot... What's mine is yours, Anne. Thank you. Um, yes, yeah, so you're a robot. You have to grow a flower. <laughs> and what does it look like? <laughs> Very phallic. <laughs> I could... I'm just going to leave it there. Steve's okay. already done this. Right. 7 out of 10. Simon, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing Slay the Spire. It's the best game. 7 out of 10. Is it? It really is. Yeah. Why? I can't stop thinking about it. So this is exactly what I was like when I I relented, played it on the PC with few expectations and then was trapped for about a month. I came one one turn away from slaying the Spire over the weekend. Didn't have, so, enough, didn't have enough energy, did I? Do one more attack, that would have got me over. Which uh, I'm playing enemy. as the Ironclad. No, oh, I uh, can't remember. Right, because, well, I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah, I was, I'd, I'd got there before and it wasn't that one where you, uh, where you have to go twice. No, but... Then after that, okay, I don't know. I haven't played the Spire. It turns out it's a deck builder. Uh, my favourite board game is a game called Dominion. I meet up quite regularly to play it with friends of the show, uh, and this is a single-player deck builder game um, that you don't need friends for. Which is <laughs> ideal. Uh, yeah, Best thing about it's it. just brilliant. Uh, so if you like card games, it's beautifully executed, isn't it? Everything about it is just, just playful and moorish. So much to it. The, the way that it can change some of the rules and they all fit and hang together. It's brilliant, 7 out of 10. Uh, Leisha, what, what have you been playing? Actually, now that I think about it, I did download for my flight. I downloaded a match three. I downloaded Bejeweled because I wanted something to just turn off my brain while flying here because I'm afraid of flying. So I downloaded Bejeweled. Haven't played Bejeweled since 2003. It's been nice. You know, it's a typical match three, but there's a lot of new elements and I'm, you know, I enjoyed it. Uh, 7 out of 10, I would say. It's, it's, it's really good. Okay, I have remembered a game that I played this week. Go on. Which I thought was brilliant. Devolver Bootleg. Oh, right. Are you familiar with this, Simon? I am familiar with their work, Steve. I keep a very (laughs) close eye on what Devolver do. Yeah, I thought this was very clever and and beautifully executed. So Devolver Bootleg is a, uh, I guess, a Commodore 64-ish bootleg compilation of eight of Devolver's games. Uh, rendered in a kind of 8-bit style. It takes the essence of those games and um, produces a simpler version of it. And it's brilliant because it's sort of self-parody, but it's also monetized. They've got the... Um, all of the names are like the sort of knockoffs that you'd get on yep. the fake consoles. Yep. Uh, I can't remember any examples at the moment. Well, I only played the ones the that Ape I've, Out. I've already played. So Ape Out is Ape Out Junior, or it yeah. might be Ape Junior. Like so, Junior, yeah, yeah. It, it, it plays like a combination of Donkey Kong Junior yeah. and um, and Ape Out, Ape clearly. Yeah. Uh, and it's and it's beautifully executed. Okay. It, like, it just it feels great, and it's 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 significant you know it's different to Apex. it's resonant of it it feels like you're slightly you know you get all the jokes right. it feels like playing it but you know it's also a good game uh, really really good yeah, shooty boots didn't play so haven't played that well. one yet yeah down well so uh, I played Lufthrausers version which oh honestly, I didn't know it had Lufthrausers honestly okay. it's just Lufthrausers what's the music like though because the, Luf- the music in Lufthrausers is, is you know is what the game is about is it yes okay Oh, absolutely. The way the game plays, looks and sounds all are as important as each other. I would say that about every game, Simon. No, but this one in particular, because uh, you, you've got so many component parts of your ship and each of them slightly changes the music track. Right. Come okay. on. It's been a while. It's been a while. I uh, downloaded that in front of Rami at GDC <laughs> from the Vita that came out. Um, would you return to each to uh, any of the games that you played though, or is it just like so I've only lol, uh, out loud? So uh, that was four quid. Let me have a look. Uh, how long have I put into this? Not really, not very long. I think I played about half an hour and I played three different games. Probably would like certainly Ape Out Junior um, was you know playful and I didn't get far enough with it. Uh, the Hotline Miami one. 
Hotline uh, Milwaukee. Yeah, is really. Turns out I can remember all the names. Is <laughs> <laughs> is really is is like a prequel to Hotline Miami. It's, it seems to be brilliantly executed. Okay. So I'm I'm definitely going to explore all the others. Um, and I just I like the concept as much as the execution. Okay. I think it is also good because it's one of those things that once someone's done. You kind of, I guess, as a publisher, you'd be like, "Yeah, I wish I'd thought of doing that." I certainly would, and I think that's why I don't really. Yeah, like you it. can't. You <laughs> then can't do it though. Yeah. It's like that's a good idea. Mm, how Only annoying. they could get away with it, really, though, couldn't they? Those crazy devolver chaps. I think it fits with their brand yeah. very, very, very well. And again, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super impressed. I also played a game that was. Oh, well, why don't you marry them? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Will. <laughs> uh, I also played Jetamiro. Have you played Jetamiro? No. Jetamiro is Devolver. <laughs> it's not. It's um. It's, it seems to have very, very few players, but it's a beautifully executed game where you are a giant robot wandering around on planets, uh, trying not to knock over, um, knock over buildings, but generally failing and defending against the things that are attacking you. You're just trying to get off the planet and look after yourself. Thought it was really, really stylish, beautifully, beautifully executed. Both of those games, seven out of ten. Good. Good. Well done, all of us. There's a lot in that, wasn't there? You guys are real gamers, and I'm just over here with my match three. I no, match three's are real games. Yeah. yeah, I love those games because they uh, those games got my mother into games. So she was not um, uh, well. I don't think she's impressed by anything that I do, but <laughs> she was certainly unaware of it until Candy Crush came along, and then uh, she absolutely yeah, that's what's what she does now, and she's a gamer. So I would nothing wrong with a match. Hundred percent play a match three yeah. above most things. Yeah, like they are good and addictive. Uh, which fifty uh, percent of those words addictive applies to that game that I cannot stop playing the clicker. We are all vulnerable, like uh, and clickers are the worst. Felicia, thank you so much for coming on mm, and for you arranging your holiday around us. Yeah, very kind of you. I think you can cast this as work and get some of your holiday expenses back Demo, or, <laughs> from Demo, your employer. If you're listening, Demo, he said it, not me. <laughs> uh, when are you heading back? Saturday. On Thursday, we're going to go to Legoland and be there for two days. And on Saturday, we're going to fly home. And I'm currently trying to figure out if I can upgrade my flights to business class because I recently found out that the London-Helsinki route has lie-flat seats. And I love the idea of having a nap on a plane. Wow. Okay. Well, if, well this who, is who are you flying with? Finnair. Right, Finnair. Sort it out. Right, consider that done. Anything else we need to do? Westlife noticing who I am more than reading one word of my sign. Can you make that happen as well? Maybe Uh, next time. (laughs) We'll do what we can. Thank Thank you you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much. Uh, We're back next week, aren't we? Yes. Hope so. Good. What a run this is. I know. All right. Good. See you then. Thank you all for listening. See you soon. Bye. Bye.